Hello, my name is Ellie, and you're listening to Broken Record. I host this show on Tuesdays at 6, and I have some very exciting news. If you have listened to the show before, you know that my podcast hasn't been on any streaming platforms, and now it is, which is so exciting because that means you can listen to it whenever you want, wherever you want, and right now the main platforms we have it on are Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music and Audible. And right now, we're working on getting it on Apple Podcasts, and I will let you know when we do. But as of right now, that's a no, sadly, but it's okay. It just needs to be approved. Um, Anyway, the other good news is that I'm doing my first Artist of the Week, which is awesome. Um, Basically, for Artist of the Week, I'm going to be picking an artist or a band or a producer or a composer, whoever it may be, and I'll go over their kind of life and what makes them them and why they're worth being recognized. I don't know. Um, It's hard to explain, but you'll figure it out when you finish with this episode. So the first artist is Billie Eilish who's super duper cool. She's a pop singer. Not a pop singer. I wouldn't classify her as pop. She's like alternative indie rock. Not rock. Soft. Not soft rock. I don't know. I, it's it's hard. She, she is a very specific genre and it's hard to describe. But if you've listened to her music, you know that it's like not necessarily pop, but it's not necessarily like rock. It's like alternative mixy it's super cool. I recommend it. Um, which, obviously, that's why I'm talking about her right now. Never mind. Um, but anyway, Billie Eilish. She's 19. She's super cool. And we're going to start off with her childhood because it's important to know the backstory, right? Yeah. Good thinking, Ellie. <laughs> okay. So, Billie was born and raised in L.A. She, more specifically, Highland Park. She lives with her... She lived with her brother Phineas who we'll talk about later and her mom and dad whose names are Maggie and Patrick and a fun fact about Billy is she has a super fun name um so her full name is Billy Irish Pirate Burrito Connell which is so cool because one that's five names two her middle name is Pirate and three she doesn't go by her last name, which is interesting to me because her brother goes by Phineas O'Connell. Well, he goes by Phineas, but on like writing credits, it's Phineas O'Connell. And some of Billy's credits are Phineas, or, or sorry, some of Billy's writing credits are Billy O'Connell, but she is more popular, popularly known as Billy Eilish, which is interesting. But anyway, moving on. Um, she was homeschooled her whole life with her brother. Phineas, and she sang in a girls' choir starting at age eight, which is where she kind of learned all her techniques and things. And um, in 2015, Phineas, her brother, encouraged her to sing a song for her for his band, um, and Billy recorded it and released it um, when she was 14, which is insane, to SoundCloud. And guess what the song is, ladies and gentlemen? It is Ocean Eyes, which is possibly Billy's most famous song. Anyway, so that was released independently on SoundCloud only. And so later that day after they released it, which I think is so cute. Um not that they not, not that they released it, but the, the, the thing I'm about to tell you um is that Billy was waiting at 
a Starbucks. She was at a Starbucks or something, and she got a call from Phineas saying that they um, had a thousand streams in one day, which is insane. That's so cool. Like, if you release a song and, like, you you don't have any advertising for it, you're not with a record label, you release it to spot, to SoundCloud, which wasn't a popular, which isn't a popular streaming platform, and you have a thousand streams in one day, that's insane. Um, and Billy talked about it a little bit, and she was very, like, she was just kind of in shock, like, she didn't understand it. Um, but anyway, a year later, August 2016, she was signed, she signed a record deal with Darkroom, which is an Interscope imprint, and Interscope's, like, a record label. Um, and then exactly a year after its original release date, which is kind of fun. So Ocean Eyes was originally released in 2015 and 2016. It was released again worldwide along with the music video through the, um, through Darkroom, which is again, her record company. Um, and so that's really fun. And so that's a little bit of her background. And now we're going to move on to the bulkier part of this episode which is her albums eps and single or ep singular and singles so her first ever body of work that she released was called don't smile at me and it's an ep and it started off with obviously ocean eyes which is her first single in 2016 and then she had a couple other singles before she released the body of work she had belly ache which was February 2017. She'd Watch, which was June 2017, and Copycat, which was July 2017. And so those were the four singles, and they're all on the um, EP, which is nice. And so she released Don't Smile at Me in in August 2017, when she was 15 years old, which is insane because I'm 16 right now, and I could not imagine writing, recording, producing, releasing, recording music videos for an EP. That, that's insane. That's insane. I think that's like every little girl's dream to be a famous movie star. And she did it. Not movie star, singer. (laughs) I mean, maybe both. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) she named her EP Don't Smile At Me because Billy said in an interview she do, she likes to be in control and doesn't like to feel the pressure of smiling back at someone if they smile at you. Therefore, don't smile at me was born, which is kind of, I mean, I kind of get it. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, don't smile at me because I don't, because what, like, what if the, per, no, I mean, I don't get it, but I understand it. I don't know. It's confusing. I like the name, though. <laughs> um, Okay. <laughs> And then, so, one of my favorite songs, I'm going to talk about two songs from this um, EP. One of them is called Copycat, which was a single. Um, It's the first song in the EP. And one of my favorite lyrics is from this song is, You're italic, I'm in bold, which is such a power move. It, like, basically symbolizes that italicized words, while they're different from the normal font, they don't draw attention like a bolded word would. And so Billy is kind of saying, well, this song is, like, someone copying her and, like, doing everything she does and, like, act- and acting like Billy and blah, 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 blah. And so this, and the, so this lyric, you're italic, I'm bold, is kind of Billy saying, like, yeah, you're different, but I'm, 
I'm I still hold the power. Like I I'm still the one that people look to. And so that's just a big power move and I find it very like confidence boosting. It could be dangerous. Like you could get overconfident from it, but you won't. I won't. <laughs> okay, the next one I want to talk about is Party Favor, which is on the EP, obviously, because I'm talking about the CP. That was a, not a smart thing to say, Ellie, whatever. Um, so it's formatted as a voicemail to a boy who she's trying to break things off with. Um, and so it's kind of like a breakup voicemail, but not really. And it's it's cool. It, the first, like, minute is... Um, is very interesting. It's very well produced. Um, and so this song has kind of like an upbeat, positive feeling. Like it's like very, not feeling, like rhythm, melody, beat, whatever. And which is interesting because the lyrics aren't positive. <laughs> like they're very like sad. Like I, I don't want to be with you anymore. You're, I'm not happy. Like, it's a very sad message, but it's a very upbeat song. Not upbeat. I wouldn't say it's, like, fast-paced, but it's it's definitely not portrayed as a sad song. Um, but, yeah, one of the lyrics is, um, if you don't stop, I'll call your dad, which is a very childish threat, but it's, like, we've all heard it before and we all know it, like, it's scary. Like, if you're, like, if you're a child and you hear that, you're, you're gonna stop what you're doing and you're, and you're gonna like reconsider what's happening and so billy's like using this boy's fear of his dad and getting in trouble to as her advantage to get him to leave her alone which is very interesting because um that's just a very smart power play like i'm like if you don't solve i'm gonna call your dad because who who wants to get in trouble with your dad like their dad i don't like like that's scary and so it's a very like I like I know what I'm doing like come on <laughs> get it together <laughs> okay <laughs> her next her next body of work that she released which kind of really like stepped her up to the next level was when we all fall asleep where do we go which was her first album um it's super cool here's kind of a um it's like it's about fears which is very interesting because I feel like there's songs that are about fear, but I've never really seen a like an album or an EP or some sort of body of work that was just about fears. And so this album is very cool. Um, this it also d- talks a lot about like sleep paralysis and stuff and like just like unnatural things while also not being supernatural. I don't know. It's really cool. Um, so she had a couple singles from this album. The first one was You Should See Me in a Crown, which was released in August 2018. And then there was also When the Party's Over, which was October 2018, where, um, and then these two singles kind of, like, started a new era and was kind of like, okay, you know me as the Don't Smile at Me girl, but look at this, like, I'm... I can go all creepy and psychedelic and stuff. It's, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love this album. Um, <laughs> she also had single a single called Bury a Friend in January 2019. And then 
The last single before the album was released was called, is called, like it was, it didn't change its name, is called Wish You Were Gay. Um, and that was released March 4th, 2019. And the album came out March 29th, 2019. And I feel like that's interesting. I feel like that's very close to the release date of the album to release a single. But like, I also get it because then she gets traction like then like more people are clicking on her name and her song and then when they see that they're like oh she also has an album coming out but it's also like you want to build up anticipation i don't know that's a very interesting move to release that so close to to release a single so close to an album release anyway songs i love about this album Okay, the first one I want to talk about is Zanny, which references Xanax, the um, anxiety drug. The, like the, it's not an anxiety drug. It like helps with your anxiety. I think. I don't know. I I don't want to look too much into it because I feel like I'll get scared. But <laughs> but anyway, Billy wrote this song after a night of being at a friend's house where they all got drunk except for Billy, and so this is this is something that Billy probably hasn't experienced before because she was homeschooled, as I mentioned earlier. So she never went to parties. Like she never she never had like was with a group of friends that all had a desire to like get drunk or like I don't know. And so and m- m- remind you, they're all underage. Like this is like Billy was smart and not getting drunk. Like she this wasn't this wasn't allowed. <laughs> this wasn't allowed. And so at one point, multiple people were throwing up and, like, no one was phased. And Billy was so confused because she had obviously never experienced something like this. And so the lyric that says, um, they just keep doing nothing, too intoxicated to be scared, comes from that situation of everyone being out of it and just kind of letting these consequences happen of, like, people throwing up or people falling or whatever the situation may be. And they're just kind of like, eh, it happens. Like, no one's phased. And so, Billy kind of wrote this song based off that idea. And so, one of my favorite lines from this song is, I'm in their secondhand smoke, still just drinking canned Coke. And this is Billy's way of saying, like, while you guys are, just, like, having fun smoking and doing drugs, I'm just going to have a soda. And, like, I feel like this lyric very, like illustrates Billy's innocence very well not that she, like her innocence to like being at parties and experiencing people drinking and it's kind of like yeah like you do all these things but I'm gonna stay safe like I'm I'm gonna be safe about this and I'm just gonna have a soda like like I don't have any interest in doing it and I think that's a very interesting lyric because I feel like a lot of um high schoolers kind of want to experience that they like it's so romanticized like going to parties in high school and drinking and having fun with your friends and Billy's kind of like eh I'm I'm fine not doing that like I don't see the interest and so that's it that's and so I feel like that that's why that um lyric kind of stood out to me and then something super interesting which about this song is that Billy said the verses are what smoke looks like and the chorus is what smoke feels like. And I think that's a very interesting way to think about a song. Um, 
because obviously you listen to the song, you think of the lyrics, you think of the beat, but you don't think about like, like like its correlation to anything. And Billy's like, this is what smoke feels like. This is what smoke looks like. And listening to the song, it totally makes sense. Like there's, you can feel the change of what of the chorus to the verse or the verse to the chorus. And you're like, okay, this is a different feeling, and you're not quite sure what it is. But then you're like, oh wait, this is, this is relating. Like these 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 things are relating, and I think that's super cool. And Billy also is just very, um, she's very detail oriented. Like she she has immense detail in whatever she does she has um she leaves everything in if she wants to leave it in she'll add like layers she'll it's so impressive i recommend listening to any of her songs um and you'll just see how much like power she has in it um a second song that i want to talk about is elo milo which references a childhood game billy played called Elo Milo, where two characters, Elo and Milo, <laughs> I said that a lot, where two characters, Elo and Milo, would be separated, and the player's goal would be to have them reunite. And then, similar to Party Favor, this Party Favor, which was in Don't Smile At Me, her EP, um, this song has an upbeat feeling, but if you pay attention to the lyrics, it's actually about, like, the fear of separation. And, like, it's very interesting. Billy, Billy is very good at this, where, like, having not necessarily an upbeat song, but having a song that isn't necessarily portrayed as sad, but having, like, dark, sad, like, thoughtful lyrics. And so, one of my favorite lyrics, speaking, speaking of lyrics, one of my favorite lyrics that, that Billy wrote in this song is, the world's a little blurry, or maybe it's my eyes. And I think that's such a beautiful and creative way to say that someone's crying because it, you can obviously say, oh, a tear's running down my cheek or I, they're sobbing. Like, you, there's so many ways you can say someone's crying, but saying the world's a little blurry or maybe it's my eyes is very, it's so cool. Like, like I, I wish I had thought of that. Like, I'm like, it's listening to that lyric is so powerful. I that lyric is so amazing, and I love it. Um, I mean, it's kind of sad because someone's crying, but it's very, it's it's very awesome. Not, ugh, I'm not describing it well because it's not awesome, but it's very well written. It's very well written. That's good. <laughs> that's that's a good one. And then this song is also like full of warnings, um, but not like threatening warnings like so copycat which i talked about earlier in her ep is more like don't like don't mess with me like blah blah like you're gonna get what's coming but then elo milo is kind of like i like be careful like don't stay out too late i need you to get home safe like they're very endearing warnings which is interesting because I mean, it makes sense because this song is about fear of separation, um, but it's also like we haven't really heard this like caring side of Billy, where it's like I mean, we've obviously heard her being vulnerable and stuff, but we've never heard her like kind of be like I like I need you to be safe, like I need you to be protected. Um, and then another song that's very that's that I absolutely adore this song it's so cool it's so cool it's called goodbye which is the last song on the album and it's 
oh, like a like a wrap up of the album, which is insane to me. It's so genius. It's so 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 genius. Um, and so each lyric in this song is from references a different song in the album, and it goes from bottom to top, in like in order of the album. So like like it goes. It starts from I love you and it goes all the way up to bad guy, which is so cool. But it, oh, I love this song. I love this song. It's so good. Um, I mean, it's kind of sad, but it's just so genius and so beautiful. And um, this song was played at the end of her um, concerts while she was on tour for the When We All Fall Asleep tour. This um, this would be the song that Billy kind of said goodbye to when she was walking off stage. This song would play, and it's it's so cool. And Billy said that she created this song because it, she doesn't like when albums just to end and don't feel like it's over. And so she kind of wanted to have like a period at the end of the sentence, if that makes sense. Like she wanted to have a closing statement, like just something to wrap it all up. And I think it's so cool. This song is so amazing. And I'm very, very, very grateful to be able to hear it. Okay. Next album. Happier Than Ever. This is her most recent album. It came out this year, which is so exciting. Um, it's It had a couple singles. The first one was My Future and Therefore I Am, which were both singles in 2020. And these singles came out before we knew that an album was happening. And so she announced her sophomore album, Happier Than Ever, in 2021. And after she announced it, she released three more singles, which are called Your Power, Lost Cause, and NDA. And so those five singles, obviously, obviously, were very popular. Not as popular as her other songs, but they definitely were on the radio, they were on social media, they are very awesome, and I love them, um, okay, (laughs) and then her Happier Than Ever album came out, right, it's good, it's an amazing, 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 amazing piece of work, um, it's, I, this is one of my favorite albums, so, it's so amazing, um, okay, songs I want to talk about, I have four, four I think I want to talk about. First one, Getting Older. It's the first song on the album. It's like kind of a previously on type of thing. Like it's kind of like, it's like catching us up on Billy's growth and stuff from um, when she, when we last heard from her. So like, like, when she released when we all fall asleep where do we go to when she released happier than ever it's kind of like a catch-up which is interesting because it also covid also happened covid was a thing so she has that extra time to grow and to learn more about herself and so it's just very interesting to think about how that song might have been different if covid wasn't a thing and if she only had x amount of time to do it instead of x amount plus 18 months to do it you know um it's very cool very interesting um she this is kind of like this song is very like billy talking about self-growth she talks about being abused which was um obviously obviously awful um and she 
does it in a very casual way, which I think is interesting. Um, she, like, the lyric that she mentions is, wasn't my decision to be abused, which is interesting because I feel like people, I, I, I don't want to talk about this because I haven't experienced abuse and I'm grateful for that and I don't want to undermine anyone who has, um, but I feel like if, I feel like usually stories of abuse are their own story, like they're not just mentioned in the middle of something, I feel like, like people take time to like specifically put awareness onto that specific story, and Billy does, her song, um, Your Power is about abuse as well, um, but I think it's very interesting, um, that she did that, and she also, um, she also talks about putting on a facade for the public, but anyway, moving on, because that was kind of sad, and I don't, <laughs> I don't want to talk about abuse, um, one lyric from the song is, I'm happier than ever, at least that's my endeavor, try, um, to keep myself together and prioritize my pleasure, which I feel like is a very relatable line, like, whether it's relatable to someone from an artist standpoint, whether it's relatable to someone from a personal standpoint, whatever it may be, I feel like it's very relatable, because it's kind of like, I'm trying to get to this place of like being so happy and being so good on myself but I'm also not there yet like I'm trying and I'm doing my best but but I'm not there yet I'm it's like I'm putting in the effort but I'm just not there yet and but I'm going to be but I'm not (laughs) um and so that's like it's kind of just saying like hey like I'm trying to improve myself at least, like, at least I'm putting in the effort, you know, because there was a time where I think many people have experienced wanting to be better, but just not being able to put in the effort, and so this is Billy's, like, this is Billy saying, like, like, I am putting in the effort, and I'm trying to get better, which is awesome, um, and so another lyric I like from the song, which is, um, kind of sad, <laughs> but it's also important, to think about is things that uh, the lyric is things I'm longing for someday I'll be bored of which is very interesting because I feel like um it's I feel like it's interesting when artists talk and are like I don't necessarily like singing anymore like um or I don't want to do this field anymore which is very interesting um but this is kind of like acknowledging this lyric kind of like acknowledge acknowledges the chase a little bit like the chase of getting something because it's like yeah these are my goals right now but I reserve the right to not want them anymore like I reserve the right to change my mind if I end up not being entertained by it which I think is very interesting because I feel like not a lot of or at least not a lot of music that I've heard I'm sure there's some out there but not a lot of music that I've heard has been like I like I'm I really want this to happen but I also might not like it in the future. Like, um, like I really want to get a horse. <laughs> like, let's use that as an example. I really want to get a horse. I don't want to get a horse. That's just an example. I really want to get a horse. But once I get the horse, I might be like, eh, I don't want the horse anymore. I, I, which is awful. Don't buy a horse if you're not going to keep, if you're not going to take care of it. But 
this is kind of Billy saying, like, I can change my mind. Like, I'm sorry, but I can. Um, and then another song, which is so beautiful, um, is called Goldwing, that I want to talk about. This is about someone being pure, and, like, Billy's referencing the music industry in this song, and it's kind of like, you have to be careful. Like, like you're new to this, and you don't know anything, so you have to be careful that someone's not going to trick you or, like, sell you out. And so some of the lyrics that illustrate that kind of, like, selling you out thing are you're scared and... Uh, sorry. <laughs> not you're scared. <laughs> sorry. It's you're scarred. It's not scarred. <laughs> it's not you're scarred. It's you're sacred. <laughs> okay. Start over. Re- <laughs> rewind. <laughs> A lyric that illustrates this, <laughs> this idea of, like, someone trying to trick you is you're sacred and they're starved which is kind of saying like you're fresh meat and no one's heard your voice or seen you so all the producers and executives all want you to like accept their deal so you can only be in business with them before someone else tries to like quote unquote steal you um which is kind of interesting because it's kind of it's 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 interesting um because i feel like everyone has a perception of the music industry and so this this specific example is kind of saying like you have to be careful because people will be dirty they will undermine you they will um use you to get themselves into a higher position and so another lyric that uh, that like describes that is they're gonna tell you what you want to hear just to sell you in a year which is very interesting and very like calling someone out and I don't know who, but, but I feel like Billy's referencing something specific there. And it's kind of the idea that, like, yeah, like, I, like you're interesting right now, and you're great right now, and we're going to do great, but then next year, someone else is going to come along, and I'm going to break our contract and offer you uh, and, like, try and get you another deal so, like, I don't have to deal with you anymore, which is kind of, like, awful, but, <laughs> but it happens, and it sucks. Um... And then the last song I want to talk about, which is so, so amazing, is Happier Than Ever. It's the title track. It was referenced in Getting Older, in the lyric, I'm happier than ever, at least, at least that's my endeavor, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's a breakup song, which is so good. It's so good. I love this song. And it's Billy, the first half of the song is kind of slow and like mourning the relationship and kind of like oh no like it's over <laughs> but and then the second half is more like i don't need you like the, like this is more like it's the second half is more like i'm recognizing that you weren't good for me like you like i wasn't happy in this relationship and so in this um in this song there's a lyric that says I knew when I asked you to be cool about what I was telling you, you do the opposite of what you said you do, and I'd end up more afraid. Which references a phone call in, um, which was showed in Billy's documentary, The World's a Little Blurry, um, where she calls her boyfriend after he um, spent the night drinking and drove home drunk. Like, he... He drove home drunk, and Billy had told him previously that she doesn't want him to do that because, one, it's not safe. Two, she worries about him. Like, there's so many factors that went into Billy saying, please don't drive home drunk. 
and he still did, which is always not good for many, 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 many reasons. But what one that Billy's is talking about is like you're not listening to me. Like I I told you to like just be cool. I told you to lay low, not to drive, and he did. I mean, it's good that he told her he did, but he did, and that doesn't change the fact that he didn't listen to her, which is not cool. <laughs> not cool, bud. Not cool. Um, and so another lyric that references the documentary that Billy released is. Um, I could talk about every time that you showed up on time, but I'd have an empty line because you never did. That lyric is so powerful. It's so powerful. Um, but it's also referencing the documentary. I already said that where Billy performed at Coachella, I think in 2019, 2018, maybe. Um, and she gave her boyfriend free tickets to Coachella, which is a very big deal for music people. Coachella tickets are not cheap and they obviously were like vip or something because billy was performing so they must have been good um and so she gave him these tickets and she was like i I will give you these tickets as long as i see you during the weekend and so billy um, during one of the days um billy's boyfriend said that he would be at a interscope party which is billy's record label he said that he would show up to the Interscope party so he can hang out with Billy, and he never showed, which is not cool. <laughs> not cool. And I also don't think he gave her any warning, which is also not cool. Um, <laughs> and so this line is referencing that, and she's kind of like, I like I can talk about you being good, but I can't because you weren't. Like, it's kind of like you set yourself up for this. Like I'm, like you can't you can't expect me to talk good about you when you weren't good. Um, which is very, like, kind of like a slap in the face. Not a slap in the face, but it's kind of like a wake-up call. Like, like I I will talk good about you if you were good. But if you weren't, I'm not going to do it. Because it's... I'm not going to lie. And it's very, very, very interesting. Anyway, that's all of Billy's... <laughs> that's all of Billy's music. And... I am going to split this up into two parts because there's so much more I want to talk about, but I don't have enough time. So this is a part one. Now that you know all of her music, you can listen to it. You can come back and listen to this episode again and you can be like, whoa, that's so right. Or actually, I think different. And then you can listen to the next week's episode where I'll be talking about a bunch of other stuff like her music videos, tours award shows i'll be doing all that and you can be like okay i understand why this won an award oh or maybe that shouldn't have won an award or maybe oh i wish i saw her on tour or maybe she didn't come to my city on tour whatever it is you can listen to it and you can relate to it a little better um because you'll have time to know who i'm talking (laughs) to know who i'm talking about so yeah thanks for listening to the first part of monday artist of the week um on billy eilish this is super fun i talked for a long time um that's kind of scary anyway (laughs) um my podcast is up on streaming platforms now it's on spotify it's on google Podcasts. it's on amazon it's on wherever you want to find it except for apple Podcasts because it still needs to get approved but we're working on it um yeah i'm on kmih 889 the bridge every tuesday 
6, not at 10, at 6. I was about to say 10 o'clock, but it's not. It's 10. <laughs> it's not 10. It's every Tuesday at 6. Tuesday at 6. Yeah. Thanks for listening. This has been great. I'll see you next week on Tuesdays at 6 on KMH 89 The Bridge.